Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we give real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints, you might think they're saints, but they, some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain, it's their sisters. Hey guys, I'm Megan, Hillary, Kristen, and Zoe, still Still in in Memphis. (laughs) So guys, you know how Leonardo DiCaprio is all over the news lately about his like dumping of 25 year old girls? Yes, I was really into that. Okay, Mm. I'm into that too. But I, the thing I find interesting is that one of his ex-girlfriends came forward and she said that she had the worst date of her life with Leonardo DiCaprio. And she described it as him renting out an entire cinema and he made her watch every Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. And she's like, on I mean, it's one of his ex-girlfriends. And she said that was the worst date of her life, but that's totally what it's like dating him. And so this, of course, all this news coming out about how he doesn't date anyone older than 25. And he's getting the feedback. You know, everyone's saying like, oh, he won't date anyone older than 25. But really, when you hear that, I feel like girls probably turn 25 and they're like, what is with this guy? Yeah. They're probably like, grow up. They all grow him. I'm not going to go sit in a movie theater with you while you're chasing bad guys. Like, that is so weird to me. But did you hear? Oh, go ahead, Zoe. I'm really surprised that she was allowed to say that because Mm -hmm. they've got to all have NDAs. And that's why we don't really know why Mm -hmm. they're breaking up or what the stories are. So I'm really surprised that she was, she's able to get away with even saying that. Do we know when she dated him? Right. I don't, we could look it up. Because if it was a really long time ago, he could have been 20 years younger. Right. Look her up. Her name is Camilla Maroney. Camilla Maroney. And her, maybe her NDA expired. Yeah. Or maybe she didn't have one. Maybe it wasn't that serious. Mm, no, he, uh, he makes them sign it before he even goes on a date with oh, them. For sure. yeah, but imagine that. them. They sign it before his agent calls them asking on a date. For does him. he, does he have a new girlfriend? Yes. Gigi Hadid. He's courting Gigi. Oh, and she's 27. So I she's mean, 27. Yeah. So is she like, also she has a kid, right? What with one of the one direction guys. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Or is that the other Hadid? No, that's Gigi. Hmm. Um. Okay. So he just broke up with this Camilla Marone. So I mean, her NDA couldn't be expired. Yeah. She's twenty five. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe that's the one that he just dumped. Do her. you think she knew it was coming? She's like, oh damn! I just had my birthday. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> anyway, when I was reading this, I was thinking back to a really bad first date that I had with this guy, and it was a long time ago. But we went to this hibachi restaurant, and. I'm so low-key. Like, I never want to be the center of attention, but this guy was totally opposite. The whole time, he was, like, catching shrimp in his mouth. He was talking to the whole table. Every time the server would come around, he would ask, like, very directly, like, can you refill her drink, please? She needs a refill. And it was, like, the drink was, you know, 70% full. And when it came time to place our orders, he was like, she'll have the most expensive thing on the menu. Bring her the lobster. And I was like, no, like, I don't. I was in high school. Like, I don't, that's not how I eat. I don't eat lobster at a hibachi restaurant in high school. Like, I don't need you to order for me. Anyway, I got home at like nine o'clock. My mom was like, that must not have gone well. And it didn't, but I had already invited him to prom. 
So we got to prom and I couldn't get out of it. He went to a different high school. Anyway, it was like already planned and I was dreading it because we'd had this horrible first date. We get to prom and he starts having tummy issues. So all of a sudden we walk into the Opryland Hotel here in Nashville where our prom was. Walk into the building. He vanishes. He like runs into the bathroom. He's in there for like half an hour while I'm standing out there in my dress. All my friends are walking by. They're like, hey, come pose for pictures. Where's your date? He's still in the bathroom. Finally, one of my friends goes in and they're like, oh, man, he's in bad shape in there. Like, it's not looking. It's not sounding good. He finally comes out like 20 minutes after the first 30 minutes. He'd been in there almost an hour sweating red faced and he was like sorry i forgot i'm allergic to msg i forgot i had to get it all out before i could go dance oh my god i know i was like my 17 year old self was so mortified because first of all i'm like it only came out one of two ways and now i have to go dance with you and hang out with you you did not brush your teeth i don't know what happened in there took forever Uh, we're late to prom And then he gets to prom. He starts telling everyone we meet at my school about what had happened in the bathroom and then about this trip he had taken over the summer where he ended up like doing this really embarrassing dance with pelvic thrusts out in the middle of the dance floor in front of everyone. So everyone started calling him the pelvic thruster. And I was like, oh, my God, like I so do not want to be a part of this and I cannot escape this guy. And then our last date was... After prom, I somehow got convinced to go out with him again, and he invited me to meet him at the mall, and then we did, and I ended up sitting in the back of his truck while he played music and sat on a lawn chair in the back of his truck. At the mall? At the mall. At the so food, that sounds like the perfect high school the day. The food court parking lot. I guess if you liked the person, but I was so turned off by all of his other <laughs> antics that forever and ever, for like the rest of the year, everyone was like, where's the pelvic thruster? Is he in the bathroom? Ha ha ha. And so it was horrible. <laughs> no, it sounds bad. It so you really relate bad. to but anyway, Leonardo I, DiCaprio's girlfriend? Yeah. And I looked him up and he is now an ER doctor. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so he redeemed himself. You and could be married to that. The pelvic thruster. The pelvic thruster. Dr. Pelvic thruster. <laughs> Dr. Pelvic allergic thruster. to MSG and takes an hour in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, some yeah. of that sounds like James. I don't know. Anyone else have any bad dates? Come on, Zoe. You've got to uh, have water, too. Nothing that's like so bad, you know, spectacularly bad. Like there was one recently where he brought his dog because I wanted his dog there, obviously. <laughs> and um, the dog did not belong in the bar. It was not a, a bar dog. <laughs> bar dog. Had, what kind of dog was it? Well, it was a huge dog who was like trying to run all over the place. And then we go to bowl. This other guy shows up, so he bowls with us. And then when girls come over to pet the dog, he was like, "How rude that those girls don't can't they tell we're on a date?" And I was oh like, "Oh my god, there's another guy here. The date ended a long time ago." <laughs> and uh, then I left and went home. What bowling alley were you at that you could bring a dog? The um, the place in Nashville, the one yeah. Dave Eight, and right? No, it's like a mechanical. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could bring a dog there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, my bad date story is when I went on one of Zoe's dates. You Do you remember in New York, she had a first date with somebody that she was nervous about going by yourself with. And so she made it a double date with me and Peter mm, okay. and it was a well, blind date. Weird. I don't remember how it got Wait, set which, up. But oh, that guy. We went and ate somewhere like in the East village or somewhere like kind of trendy. 
and I can't remember what kind of food it was, but I just remember he like wasn't into it. He wanted like the plainest, blandest, like least interesting food. It was food. either wasn't it, like African or Indian or something. Something like that. And he was like just really not enthused, which is fine. But it's a first date, and like we would ask like every question we asked, he'd just be like, "Yep, no." Mm. Or Peter would be like talking about video games. He's like, "Oh, I don't play video games." He's not a gamer. So we would like change, but like no matter what subject we brought up, he just like would just, not like, shut it like, down. The conversation just ended with him. Do you think he was yeah, just he so was, not into it? Like, no, he was, well, he was really just a friend of a friend. So it was just like, "Hey, go out with this guy." So I was like, "Great, let's." I'm not gonna go with him alone. Like, yeah, and he was nice. He was just very boring. Like we kept like Peter and I were texting like, "God, this guy is so boring." And then we went to this popsicle place. Do you remember after? It was like this really cool, like at the time it was more unique. Now they're everywhere, but it had like the like jalapeno and strawberry popsicle and hibiscus and lime and like. Also, we had been talking about the popsicle place the whole time because we were really excited to go there. And he yes. was saying he was excited. And we were it's all, so we get there and Peter's like, I'm going to get like the margarita pickle popsicle and like we're all getting like the craziest we're all gonna like let's try each other's it'll be good and he's the last one and they're like what would you like and he goes vanilla <laughs> and it was so like of course and he then got he said, vanilla then he said i don't really like popsicles oh my gosh are you serious <laughs> okay like, actually i forgot all about this but now that I remember this when we were going down there on the subway we got off and somehow Peter and Hilly got off and the doors closed. So I had to ride with him like another two stops and figure out how to get back to y'all. And it was the most awkward 20 minutes. <laughs> Why did we get separated? Don't I don't, you, do you remember no, that? No, I don't remember that at all. Maybe they were We trying, probably did it on purpose. We were gonna, probably like, get out of here. Vanilla. Mr. They're, vanilla. They were probably trying to give y'all alone <laughs> <must> time. Have. <laughs> oh my god! Too bad vanilla he, and pelvic thruster couldn't get together. Because pelvic um, thruster could have done all the talking. His update, he's not a doctor, but he did buy an old ambulance and live in it <laughs> for a year. That Are actually is serious? shocking. Like, I would imagine him driving, like, a Honda Civic. Right. Going to, like, his, like, nine to five job. Yeah. I couldn't oh believe gosh. that he was going on an adventure. Yeah. What does he do in his ambulance? Good for him. Maybe we encouraged him to be adventurous. He was traveling the world in the ambulance. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's wow. really cool. Yeah. Does he have, like a, like, a public page about it? I don't know. That would be so I, like I'm so interested in following that journey. Well, you know, I joined TikTok this week and so I've been sick all week also. So I've had tons of time to explore TikTok. And so part of what I've what prompted the worst date experience also was I'm did you know there's this whole thing called swinger talk on TikTok? Well, there's any kind of talk. There's yeah, there's lots of talks. I've been sucked into many talks. Criminal talk, <laughs> swinger talk, like you name it. I've been sucked into it this week because they're learning my algorithm. But <laughs> Welcome to the new generation. <laughs> and it's but the bad thing is it's so interesting to me that this is going to be my algorithm now. I'm going to be known as like swinger criminal TikTok girl. Uh but no. You're, wait, you're really interested in swingers? When they show me their well, information, I'm like, "Oh god, I've got to learn more about this." Yeah, because what Yeah. Wait, okay, so I'm confused. I, I'm going to explain. So on TikTok, there's a whole genre of women who are married to men. They're in a relationship where they live in the same house, they're married. But they send their husbands out to clubs to pick up other women and they bring them back and they they talk about their experiences on TikTok. So they tell like how the date went, where the husband met this girl, the girl shows up like there's different girls that come over and show up. They show little bits of kind of like their activities. They talk about their experiences. The wife will say, OK, on the first night, I let the guest girl sleep in the king bed with my husband and I sleep at the foot of the bed. 
and that way they get the to know each other. But bed. I'm but I'm still there, <laughs> like a dog. Yes, Gross. yes. And they like cycle new women in and out. They do these little TikTok dances together. The husband's there, <laughs> looking like happy as a clam, like he's got this perfect arrangement. It is so so weird. Do they use upside down pineapples? No, but I learned about that on TikTok. Also, if you're on a cruise ship and you see a bunch of doors that have pineapples that are upside down, that's the swingers section of the cruise ship. Oh my so gosh! Okay, so be on the lookout for that. In October. Yeah, should we bring our own pineapples? It, it would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna put one on yours and Megan's doors. <laughs> It'd be funny to see like if we drew in other swingers. Wait, to- no, wait. Why would that be funny? I don't. Why, we don't want to do no, that. No, we don't want to. Wait, but we want their story. Wait, what if you take a pineapple and cut it in half, and then that shows you're happy. You're single and ready to pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I think I singles need their own fruit. There's a pretty big popular neighborhood here where we live where the rumor is there's lots of people with the upside with down pineapples. pineapples on their doors and porches. My neighbors here in Memphis also have a pineapple on their door. Seriously? Oh, wow. You know is it upside down? Because isn't that the thing? Yeah, I think so. I, y'all, you'll have to check because there are a lot of garden flags that have pineapples that I feel like old people buy, not realizing that this is a whole No, but I think old people are into this too. Not like our... I feel like grandma and grandpa have had a pineapple flag like a happy spring oh. kind of thing. I bet they have had a pineapple flag. <laughs> well, 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 get them on the podcast. <laughs> have some questions. I mean, it's definitely, I think, becoming more common. I know my friends who are on the dating apps, they often will have somebody swipe on them who's like, I'm married and my wife and I are both looking mm-hmm. to date. Yeah. 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 It's really, really interesting. The other thing on marriage talk that comes up a lot <laughs> in mine is... These like, I don't know what you would call them, like I guess age difference relationships. So it's younger women, 20s to 30s with these fancy watches, Range Rovers, like the nicest cars, all of the aesthetic, you know, like things that people do, fillers and whatever, Um, all of the hair extensions, the good makeup, the good clothes. And then all they do on TikTok is brag about how they basically convinced a rich 50 year old to marry them and then they out the ex-wives business constantly on tiktok they're like oh his ex-wife follows everything i do and like they'll post all these videos about it and it's just like there's so much dirt out there on tiktok that people are exposing what's amazing to me is how weird tiktok is because i see none of this on my tiktok and what i still think would be a fun activity for like a friday night is everybody shows like the first five videos that come up on your tiktok Mm, that would be fun because it would be interesting to see like okay so that's the kind of like stuff you're swiping on that like tiktok things you want to see yeah mm-hmm. mine will be all um cheer flips oh really <laughs> yeah that's what you're into kristen's into well, the swingers and you're into cheerleaders well it's from the like the show yeah the cheer. yeah what's it gabby mm-hmm. yes what's her last name but once you watch one of hers it it's all you, you everyone get. else who's ever been on the team who's yeah. on the olympic team i know they're all their stories now yeah so mine would just be all have you watched the like both seasons of cheer <sighs> of course multiple times yeah that's good did you ever we watch it Kristen? We oh, we no. really i couldn't get into it really oh, it's, it's so, so good. good especially it's season good. one mm-hmm. yeah it's so good season two yeah, got a little wonky but that's how i get myself through the day wow. is by Telling myself, I can, I will, I must. <laughs> Do you have like Monica's voice recorded and you just play it? <laughs> I just say I just say it over and over in my own head. That's what your tattoo should be. It's funny. You're I like, can, I will, I must. No, that should be our next group activity is tattoos. Yes. Let's cheerleading tumbling. 
no yeah, tattoos. Yeah, to the cheerleading class. Doing the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Yeah, the other one is criminal TikTok. Have you guys ended up there? Where they give you like unethical life hacks, like things to get ahead no. that aren't quite ethical, but like they work? No. Do you want to know a couple or no? Yeah, absolutely. They say if you make your prefix doctor on things like hotel rooms, they'll mm-hmm. upgrade your room when possible. So it's like, it's not ethical, but like, like that. it's not yeah. harming yeah. anyone. Um, if you don't want someone to sit next to you on like, maybe not a flight, would like a flight probably wouldn't work unless it were not a full flight, but a movie theater, if you don't want someone to sit next to you, spill your drink mm-hmm. and then no one will sit next to you. So you've got like some space well, around you. Of course, because the seat is wet. <laughs> they said actually spill it on the seat. But that that's seems a nice. little much. So, yeah, that's yeah. unethical. Exactly. Yeah. They say bad. if you need to make a phone call, but you don't want to talk about or you don't actually want to talk to the person, but you need to show that you made an effort, just put it on airplane mode and then try to dial. Mm. So it'll show that a call was missed. Mm. But you have no there's like no risk of the person actually answering. Um, if you're in a cheap motel with no fridge and you need a fridge, tell them that you need to refrigerate your insulin. Mm-hmm. They'll bring mm-hmm. one up to your room. Could you also say breast milk? Mm, yeah, I would yeah. think that would work too. You could try one of those. Mm-hmm. If you're in a slow taxi, you can start coughing and sneezing and they'll usually drive faster to drop you off faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say if you get pulled over by a police officer and you don't want the ticket, you can act deaf and they will usually let you go, which is very unethical, I think. Yeah, but your license on the back will right. say. It would tell yeah. if you had any special It conditions. probably wouldn't work. But I will say Megan and I used to do this a lot as kids. You acted deaf? Yeah. Yes. So in fifth grade... <laughs> I taught myself American Sign Language. I went to a school that was for like theater arts and dance and also kids that were deaf. I don't know if that's the most appropriate. I feel like there's probably a more updated term. No, it's, I think it's hearing impaired. Hearing yeah. impaired. Okay. Um, and so I wanted to, I had a lot of friends that I wanted to communicate with a little better. And I got this cool book and it taught me how to communicate with them. I wasn't like the most fluent person, but enough to communicate with these kids. And then there were times that we would go places and... They would ask us to come on stage and be a part of the show. And Megan and I were like, no, like we did not want to be the center of attention. And so I would respond in sign language and pretend to be deaf. And it happened more than one time. Unethical. Unethical. But it did get us <laughs> out of being I taught on stage. myself American Sign Language when I was little, too. You did? Mm-hmm. Of course we both That's did. Hilarious. <laughs> See, our auras were the same for a reason. Because you both um, were teaching I'm- yourself sign language. I'm just live fact checking because I love it. Well, I thought Hillary might have been wrong. Mm. It's not hearing impaired Mm. because deaf is not a bad word. Mm. They like that's why a lot of them don't get the implants and don't want to have hearing. So deaf is not a bad word. Um, But also, I guess hard of hearing is okay. Okay. So they do want to be called the deaf community. Okay. Okay. So I think it's new, kind of like how we used to say midgets but now that's completely unacceptable right right we never and then they turned into little people and Mm -hmm. i think it's something wait so is it not okay to say hearing impaired hard of hearing they're not hearing impaired means that there is something wrong with them Mm, right okay Okay. it's more about like their identity yeah yeah they were born deaf that makes sense and that is who they are that is their right community right right okay that's good to know uh another thing you can do if you have a test and you're 
worried you're going to fall asleep is put a Band-Aid on your arm before. And if you fall asleep and your teacher comes over and says something, you can say, oh, I'm sorry. The blood bank told me I, I'd be tired. <laughs> like blame it on the fact that you had blood drawn. Oh, my gosh. That's stupid. That's I know. I know. Oh, but here's one. If you want to annoy someone or you have someone in your life that is that just needs to be taken down a peg, when you're introducing them to someone else and you describe their job, put their job in air quotes. <laughs> so, like you could say, hi, meet my friend Zoe. She's a costume designer <laughs> and like putting in air quotes automatically like, do that for me. Well, yeah because i was also thinking i was like okay so that it, would it work with oh hillary she's a teacher if you put anything in air quotes when you're introducing yeah. someone it automatically deflates them Kristen is a stay-at-home stay-at-home mom. mom right like it automatically <laughs> there's judgment with the air quotes yeah so. i think it's hilarious though yeah that is funny like you this is my friend Frank. He's a doctor. Mm. <laughs> He's probably really a doctor. Like. Yeah. I'll start doing it with James. But, but what, what would you, you say? Because that's what I was almost waiting for someone to do it to me. And I'm like, well, how would you Wait, just No, I couldn't. Job? I have I no idea what your James job is. James is a dad. <laughs> <laughs> James works in IT. He's in infrastructure <laughs> architecture. <laughs> wink, wink. Peter's a <laughs> trans monster. <laughs> oh, I have another good one that we could use okay if you ever give someone a gift and it's a gift card write down all of the information on that gift card the number and everything and then a year later check to see if they've used it and if they haven't use it yourself oh, because they've probably forgotten about it and then they won't remember if they've used it or not so that way you at least that is interesting but normally you have to scratch off like a little back piece yeah. i guess so but honestly most people but should do that with me i'm horrible at using I gift know, cards too Oh, I what a bad it. gift though! Someone gives it to me, and I'm busy, and I'm waiting, and I'm like, oh, I'm finally gonna go and use this, <laughs> and it's empty. But a lot of times, I get them, and I'm like, wait, did I spend this Target gift card or not? I would not no. ever suspect anything. And then one last one: if you get into a car accident, like a minor, you're backing out of a spot, you hurry, take off, and run away. Again, <laughs> this is unethical life hacks. If you keep those business cards that people give you, if people you don't like. Leave that business card. That's so unethical. And also, that's criminal. That is criminal. Yeah. I told you it's criminal talk. More than unethical. Yeah. Criminal too far. I will say the first one you said about uh, putting doctor before your name, this girl that I follow on TikTok, um, she's, she's, I guess, in her late 20s, but looks really young. She was going and trying to buy a new car. And she said every time she went, everybody just like, treated her like crap because she looks like this young girl coming in so she was like okay the next place i go to i'm going to introduce myself as dr so-and-so and she said that changed their tune so much so i'm sure it absolutely yeah. yeah oh i love that mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna do that yeah dr hillary yeah i have the lab coat you can wear yeah there you go dr when well, i wouldn't feel guilty about it like at a car salesman no exactly yeah Exactly. That's like the perfect place to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Go buy a new car. Except they might think that you have a lot of money, so they might not be willing to compromise or negotiate. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they would just treat you Dr. as more. Dr. Hillary, PhD. Yeah. Dr. Hillary. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've talked so much about toxic relationships, mm-hmm. I think we should get to our questions because we've always got some toxic relationships that need our advice. All right. This first question is not about a toxic relationship, but it is. <laughs> dating related if i know our listeners i'm sure a toxic relationship question is right around the corner exactly (laughs) who isn't in a toxic relationship 
Okay, so this person asked, how can I meet somebody in real life? I'm from a small town. Um, I travel some for work, but it's hard to get out and meet people. I've been on the apps for a while, and I'm just tired of swiping and chatting, and I want an opportunity to be out and meet somebody in the real world. Any tips? Yeah, you've got to get out into the real world. You've got to join groups. Mm -hmm. You need to join a gym. You can look for free events at parks, little hobby classes you can pick up. And if um, you really want to kick this into high gear, I'm going to give a throwback to episode three and you need to vab at the gym. We can't tell everyone to vab. We're trying to get people out yeah. of the vabbing world. Vab. <laughs> vab it also, up. what if this is a guy? Mm. What would that even be called? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. Don't do it. Don't no. attempt it. See, it won't work. See, it does not work in the reverse at all. Like That becomes <laughs> disgusting to think about men doing this. Yeah. Well, they can't. Exactly. Seeming. Right. So why could women vab? Did you say seeming, but men can't seeming. dab. Mm. Seeming. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't want. I don't want them to be steaming around. No. 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 <laughs> but so. But uh, Zoe and Megan, who are actually mm. single, do you have any tips for meeting people in the real world? Yeah, Zoe, what are your tips for meeting people in the real world? <laughs> My tips are certainly not to listen to two people who <laughs> met their significant <laughs> others one in high school. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Megan, go jump, jump, love, and get out the house. I, I, no, 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 that's gyms. why I pointed the question to you. <laughs> well, they say yeah, gyms, grocery is, stores, like okay, hobbies. Don't listen to your married friends. They just, when they say nice things to you, just tune them out. It's, it's, they mean well. Right. So, where and do you think? What do you think? Well, here's what I am a big believer in. You're going to meet someone when you least expect it. You're not going to be on the prowl at a club or on the prowl in the grocery store. That only happens in sitcoms. Have you ever met anybody in real life that's like, well, I was strolling the aisles of Publix and I just found myself a man. No, that doesn't <laughs> happen. <laughs> no, but I had a guy hardcore trying with me at the Candle Barn this weekend. At <laughs> the Candle First of all, <laughs> it's called White Barn. <laughs> but she did so Kristen and I got into a little spat in the middle of Bath and Body Works this weekend over a man no, no this no. was over her over the smelling in my face is over I was trying to make her smell too many candles and so then I was like fine I'll just meet you back at the car you buy your own candles and then she walk, met up with me at the I walk register. up her to her and I pass her and she's having this like hardcore conversation with a man in line who's like Oh, tell me what kind of candles you got. Oh, oh, what does that one smell like? And Chris is just like, I'm having to open my candles <laughs> and, and I'm trying to like get him to see my ring. And I'm like, this one smells like this. <laughs> and it was, it was so just, annoying. It was so awkward looking. And he was like, like pointing, he's like, oh, look at the sign that says they've got 295 candles. I didn't see any of those candles anywhere, did you? Yeah. And it wasn't like polite small talk. I mean, it was like very obvious. Yeah. It was like very obvious what he was doing. Putting out feelers. If I had been more interested, he might have asked me out. She could have had herself a sugar daddy. So, I mean, I know I'm married <laughs> for a long time now, <laughs> but they are asking how to meet people in real life. And I don't think. The yeah. gym and getting out's a bad idea. I had a guy ask for my number at Target on two different occasions. Mm -hmm. Wasn't Publix, but it was Target. <laughs> well, and Kristen's getting at the White Barn. So, I mean, yeah, maybe go to the stores you more. Just, you know, just got to be open right. to the world. You never know. And I do think that's good advice. Like, you do need to be open to little small talk and mm -hmm. chatting with people and being open yeah. and friendly. And I've had a guy ask me out of the gym. But you know what it is? I think it's because we're putting off these like unavailable vibes that it probably draws people in. I think if you're actually single, guys aren't 
like as I don't know, they like they're into this chase thing, you know? So no, here's what I don't you, think that's all guys. I think if you're out and you're you're open to it, you're willing to meet people, then you will. Yeah. You have to put yourself in situations where people might be, where single people might be. I mean, if you're not going out in the real world and you're only on apps, you won't meet people in the real world. That was her question. It was like, how do I yeah. meet people in the real world? You go into the real Take world. Take a break from the apps and go out in the real world. Join a church. Join a gym. Join a group. Join an art class. Like... Join a hiking club. There's meetup groups for everything these days. And also ask your friends if they know anybody. Really? Absolutely. Hmm. I don't know. I hate setting up friends. But some people really like it and some people are really good at setting their friends up. And also your friends know you. So they know your likes and dislikes. And they know like, oh, you're not going to like Chuck, but you might like Rob. I did introduce two friends who got married and have a baby. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I would ask your friends if they know anybody. If, you know, you've got friends with brothers. It's true. One of our friends did introduce us. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like you never know who's going to hit it off. All right. Well. Good luck to you. Good luck out there in the real world. But also, world. like I've said before, it's okay to be single. It's okay to be by your be alone for a bit. There's no shame in that. More people should take pauses between relationships or just more time being comfortable with themselves. You won't be happy with someone else till you're happy by yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a question for us. This listener says that they are 40 years old and their 43-year-old sister wishes the listener had died of cancer so that the what? sister could have all the money from their parents' estate. Oh, my God. She goes on to say, we haven't always gotten along. She did not come to visit me when I was dying of cancer in the hospital. And then in the middle of that, our dad passed away and we inherited the estate. She says she wishes I had just died so she could have gotten everything. Um, how do we move forward? I'm really hurt and I don't know if I ever want to speak with her again. I, I can see why. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think you could try to say like, this is toxic and effed up and you need to work on this. But if they're not willing to, I mean, you might not. And, I don't know. You might not be able to. And this may be controversial, but I think it's totally okay to cut off toxic family members. And if your sister who knows that you had cancer and almost died is telling you, I wish that you had died so I could have more money. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that could be relationship ending. I think it yeah. is relationship ending because if you value mm-hmm. money over your sister's relationship, then why why do you even want to have a relationship with this person? That's over telling. anybody's life. Right. I mean, yeah, that's... Exactly. I would much rather have my parents, you mm-hmm. know, than their estate or their money. Mm-hmm. Who cares about money? I mean, that's a privileged we thing We all to heard say. her I, say it here. I'm just saying, I mean, that is a privileged thing to even say like who cares about money i understand that but i'm saying to a certain extent you'd much rather have your relationships and your family and your friends even than like some inheritance yeah agreed yeah and And it's hard you to cut somebody off but sometimes it is healthier for you even if it's a family member to just and maybe you don't have to cut her totally off but definitely lots of boundaries lots of walls need to go up and you go from there and if it doesn't improve or if she doesn't show remorse for these terrible things she said then yeah you cut off mm-hmm. then you'd be done yeah yeah i'd love to know the extent of the involvement she has in your life i mean if it's someone that you don't even see that often then you know just let it go who cares move on with life but it's, if it's someone that's really close to you i mean maybe even talk about going to therapy together 
Yeah. And it's unfortunate when you have someone that is your family that is that toxic, you have to cut out. Mm -hmm. But the same way that you can kind of cut someone out of your life that's a relative, you can also have Mm -hmm. anybody be your family. Exactly. You know, you can have friends that are family and or like the family you marry into Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's lots of different ways to have your own family yeah, that's why I think a lot of people hold on to toxic mm-hmm. family members because the idea of cutting off family members seems terrifying. But if someone is toxic, it doesn't matter if they're your family. Yeah, you'd rather have healthy, happy, loving relationships. Mm-hmm. Someone that wants you dead. I did just hear you say you're trying to cut out people that you married. In- and <laughs> <laughs> not getting cut off, right? You are now. You'll have to listen to the episode and find out. <laughs> that's funny Zoe all right so I've got a question we are having our second child this winter and I am thinking of throwing my own sprinkle we don't have any family here and with the due date being close to the holidays I think it would be easier to host something myself has anyone done this I've never done this but I think it's okay to do but I think it's totally okay to do do well, you? Well, okay, wait. Is the question, is it okay to have a sprinkle, which is a second baby shower, just smaller? No, I think the question was to throw her own To sprinkle. throw her own. I think so. I think that's I think fine. So. Why can't she throw her own sprinkle, Hillary? We're moving more know. toward women being independent. And a lot I of just... women are having their own babies with no men involved. Mm-hmm. So why then, if they have no family or friends to do it for them, why can't they celebrate themselves? But if you have no family or friends... Who's going to go to your sprinkle? Well, maybe they don't have family or <laughs> friends that will, that can throw it, like that are yeah. willing to do the planning. Well, because that's what she says is we don't have any family here. Uh, but okay. maybe they would send gifts or buy from a registry or do something from afar or yeah. even come I in. could just, I guess I, I worry I'm insecure myself. And then if I were to throw mm-hmm. my own sprinkle or shower that people would think I was, I don't know self-absorbed yeah or too much but you know i guess it depends on the person and sure yeah do it you want it i just yeah i don't know i worry that it would come off as odd i think you should do it but this is coming from someone who never had a shower ever megan (laughs) and (laughs) are you serious at work for my second baby they (sighs) even offered to throw a sprinkle it was going to be like a diaper sprinkle where everyone just brought diapers and i said no because i thought oh like i I just had a baby you You said no to people getting you diapers i was like i don't need the like that's just so unnecessary i don't need all the attention i don't i feel so uncomfortable in those kinds of situations where i'm like opening gifts in front of people it makes me so nervous Yes, Zoe. Why didn't you throw her a baby shower? Seriously. For all the reasons she just said. Mm -hmm. But did you offer to throw it? No, but I just she wouldn't have shown up. But here's the thing. At the time when I was pregnant with my first baby, I wasn't even really on speaking terms with my family. Like it was so volatile then that things were just like I was in the pregnancy alone with just Megan and James, basically. That makes sense. I was so, just mad that Megan wouldn't have thrown you a oh, yeah. shower. Well, but so that's my perspective is coming from someone that's never had a shower. And not that I regret it, but I think if it's something you want, you should have what you yeah, want. I agree. If you feel comfortable doing it, then do it. Because mm-hmm. I do look back and I think, well, that would have been fun. I wish I had been in a place in life where I could have had a group of friends together and we could have celebrated this baby together and I had more support. Mm-hmm. And so if you need to create that for yourself, you should do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you don't have family here, then yes. Celebrate with your friends. I do hear what Hillary's saying, though, about feeling like it is a little, you're asking 
for the comments like, oh, she had to throw her own. She just had to go and throw her own baby shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it being a second. Like, I don't see anything wrong with a sprinkle. And <clears throat> I didn't want one, but a sprinkle, which is, I guess, a second baby shower, specifically because I knew people who had them and people who were invited saying things like, you're not supposed to have a baby. You already had a baby shower. Like, you don't have a baby shower with a second baby. You're making comments. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. And same, like, I had two showers with my first because you had one mm. here and one in Texas and you know like yeah I didn't need all new things but then I was surprised by my friends with a sprinkle and it was super nice mm-hmm. and super fun and I got a lot of diapers and the things you need with a second baby and it was great but I was yeah I was really I didn't want to be that person who had like a second baby shower mm-hmm. so but yeah I guess yeah you shouldn't give a shit what anybody no. else thinks so do you so. regret that now that you were just thinking about other people's opinions mm-hmm. of you that you would have wanted Yeah, well, and I didn't care then because then it was like a surprise. I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't throwing a shower or anything. Like, I had no idea. And it was, yeah, I was really happy that they did it. It was nice. My recommendation, if you don't feel comfortable throwing yourself a sprinkle, which I don't think is a problem, you sh- if you want to, do it. But once the baby is born, host a sip and see, which is then on you to plan because it's you're inviting people over to have lemonade and or, you know, drinks, whatever you want to do and see the baby. And they also bring gifts for that. So Oof, the oh, idea is who wants to host of, having a newborn? No, that sounds like a yeah. nightmare. Well, no, it's like it's not like the day the baby comes home. It's, you know, whenever you're comfortable. It could be three months down the road. And three still, years down yeah, the road. Yeah, it just takes exactly. so long. Hey, let's host a sip and see for Kristen now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three kids. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ask people to bring gifts. Hmm. Um, no, do what makes you happy. Don't worry about anyone else. Yeah. Get that sprinkle going. Yeah. You get that coin, sister. Yeah. I hope you get a lot of diapers. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So moving on to our next question. I am planning a Disney trip. What must I see or do on my vacation? This person clearly tapped into the fact that we are Disney fanatics. Yes. We all take, I would say, except for Zoe. Who is weighing us down a little bit in the Disney category? But we although all t- she worked there for like five years, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she's going on a Disney cruise with us. Yeah, but we all take multiple Disney vacations a year, I would say. Um, but we don't want to share our secrets with the whole world. Yeah. Our secrets are our secrets, and they're hard <laughs> earned, and we keep them very close to the vest. And we are not telling you how to navigate through these parks. <laughs> I, I, my advice is. You, if you are not familiar with the parks, yeah. it is very difficult, and you should get a Disney planner. There's tons mm-hmm. of Disney vacation planners, and I've heard wonderful things about them. And mm-hmm. I think that is a hundred percent what you should do: is have someone plan yeah. it for you and tell you what to do. It's just it's almost too much for it, the people who go all the time now. It go into it expecting it to be really <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. Not really a vacation, but to be super fun. Yeah. But just go in with that mentality, get a planner to mm-hmm. do all that, and you're good. If we get too deep into it, it's just we'll just very quickly spiral into making this a Disney podcast. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so many tips I could give you. Right now, I'm sitting here thinking, if you're going to Magic Kingdom and you don't have early entry because you're not staying ah. on property, you need to go left instead of right. Yeah. Because you can only, they'll line up the hotel guests right, but they you need to go left. Yeah. And this is why you get a Disney vacation planner yeah exactly. but also feel free to dm me because i always like to help people plan their vacations too so but don't dm me because i don't want to give you too many tips no <laughs> and then send us your picture with your mouse ears yeah. uh. all right how 
do I improve my work ethic? I have <laughs> ADHD. Um, it's pretty severe. I think my work ethic, my work ethic is just subpar. I want to be better. I'm just not sure how to do it. Oh, well, this doesn't sound like a work ethic thing. It sounds yeah. like you have untreated ADHD mm-hmm. or there are just things that you can work on mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, your executive functioning because that is so impacted by ADHD and it's not something you can necessarily control. Yeah, because uh, I will say I am somebody who has an incredibly high work ethic, um, if I don't say so myself, but I also <laughs> have severe ADHD and I go through periods where I feel like I can manage my ADHD unmedicated and then sometimes I feel like I need to be on medication. So I actually just went to the doctor this week and got back on medication because I felt like some things were spiraling out of control. So I think if you are diagnosed with ADHD, you do need to talk to your doctor, talk about your symptoms, track your symptoms. Some people can't handle things um, with lifestyle changes, and but sometimes it does just get out of control and you do need medication, even if it is temporarily. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no shame in that if you need it. Or if you just need coaching or therapy to help you make mm-hmm. some lifestyle or behavioral adjustments, mm-hmm. um, do that. There's no shame in that. Yeah. And they can even give you tips on how to stay focused at work mm-hmm. and little things you can do, like maybe taking short breaks mm-hmm. and getting up out of your chair, stretching, just whatever. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Every person is different. Every neurodivergent person is different. I have a son that, is, that has sensory processing disorder and one that I suspect has ADHD. So we're going to go through the testing process and he can never sit still at our table. And I just read a tip online today. Uh, there's like this little thing that say, if, you're, if your kids can't sit in their seats, try this tool. It's a little thing that you put at their feet and it has mm-hmm. something that they can rub with their feet. It's like sensory mm-hmm. pleasing and it's like in a little ball that wiggles. And I thought, well, that's so clever. I would never have thought of that. Mm-hmm. And it is just a minor behavioral adjustment that I think might help him stay in his seat. So I'm going to try it. Mm. So I just think being open to trying new things, no matter what you're dealing with, uh, but what, yeah. what helps one person may not help yeah. another. And so just be willing to try new things and be open to it. Mm-hmm. And that's good. We've all got issues we have to work with. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. We're and all neurodivergent <laughs> on medication. <laughs> so right. right there with you. And knowledge yeah. is power. Don't be afraid of a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you know, the better equipped you'll be to handle it. That's right. I agree. We're pro-diagnosis. You got this. (laughs) All right. This is a fun question. This uh, writer, listener, says that her and her boyfriend are really wanting to explore and be adventurous this summer. They both have the summer (laughs) off. They're wanting to take a a big trip, preferably a road trip, and they want to know what's the coolest road trip we've ever taken, or do we have any special advice for taking a long road trip? Sounds like a very like a summer road trip. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know that I've ever gone on like an epically cool road trip because um, most of my road trips have been like with family and now with Kristen's family. So it usually involves like three screaming kids in the car. Um, but I will say I do love driving. Um, like I would prefer like we're all about to go to Florida and everybody is flying except for me who is driving because I just love driving. I love like you never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to what stops you're going to make. It's just, I don't know. It's so fun to me. You get to go on your own time. You can, and again, maybe this is just my OCD. You get to leave when you want. You get to, you could stay an extra day if you want. I just love the flexibility of a road trip. 
I would say build in extra time so that you can make time for the little detours along the way. Mm-hmm. Like have a framework of a plan, kind of know what your general stops will be, but like allow some time to deviate from your path. But Sam, I've never done one of those epic road mm-hmm. trips across America, which I think would be really fun. I do too. Um, I would love to do that across Canada too. Zoe, you want to go on an epically wrong, long road trip with me? <laughs> I think it a would wrong. be epically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should. That'd be so I know, fun we should to do follow. It. Want to do it? We could definitely do that because then we could just sleep in different rooms. And, <laughs> yeah, and right. That's what I'm I think we would be perfect. Yeah, I will. We both be arguing over who drives, though. You oh, could take no. turns. Whoever no, doesn't can... drive controls the podcast you listen to. Yeah, but I think because we both have the driving control issues, we know how the other person likes to be driven, <laughs> and then we would get. Like guaranteed front seat. So yeah, true, true. It wouldn't yeah. be a, an issue. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right, you guys should do it and cover it for the podcast. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Zoe and Megan take America. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, but fun. yeah, just have fun with it. Don't, whoever you road trip with, you're going to have moments where you annoy each other. You're going to have moments where you want to leave them on the side of the road. But just have fun with it. And Don't nothing t- will go perfectly. Yeah. You'll have little things that... I always tell people when they're traveling, especially a big trip, to expect things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they do. And you can just go with the flow and mm-hmm. it's fun. Zoe, one time we were in Norway and we were taking a train from Oslo to Sweden. Um, and uh, she had us get on the wrong train for six hours going the wrong direction. <laughs> that sounds like it something was, we would eight do. eight hours, and we went to Stockholm. Oh, that mm. sounds awesome, though. And then we had to go eight No, we, we just had to go the opposite <laughs> way. We were on this train for so long. It was like the Harry Potter train that yeah. they like filmed from. It was like the most beautiful, relaxing train ride, and we were exhausting, so none of us were that mad. But, um, but also, we had traveled a lot together at that point, and I think we all had that, like, yeah, something's going to go wrong mm-hmm. at yeah. some point we're gonna miss a train or whatever and like it happens yeah. you just go with the flow mm-hmm. and you may miss what you initially planned but sometimes the little things that pop up are even better i agree That's just true. go with it <clears throat> and sadly i've never that was had the best eight hours of that trip <laughs> <laughs> did you even get out and see stockholm or no we no, did we had already done it yeah oh mm-hmm. gotcha yeah we did like that a big suck. scandinavia mm-hmm. summer trip but That's um, my dream we I've never had an epic road. We've had a lot of road mm-hmm. trips because we drive a lot with our kids, but never like a road trip that's meant to be like one of those epic sightseeing. It's always yeah, like we're same. going to visit family or yeah. we're driving to Disney World or driving like we have a destination right. we're getting to. But I will say don't do an epic road trip probably like on the East Coast. I feel like the epic ones are more like right, West Coast. Yeah. I, what that's I what I always think too. And um and yeah, all the things you said, expect things to go wrong, pack a lot of snacks, get your podcast ready. Have fun. I mean it sounds awesome. Yeah. Especially if you're young, dating, be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good way to get to know each other too. Definitely. Traveling with somebody you're dating is a great way to get to know them. That's true. Yeah. Very, very true. All right. Well I had a great time with you guys this week. Does that wrap up all of our questions? That's it for the week. If you've got questions, be sure to submit them to sistersnotsaints.com where it is totally anonymous. You can always DM us at our Instagram account, Sisters Not Saints, or follow us on TikTok at Sisters Not Saints Podcast is our username for both Instagram and TikTok. Uh, be sure to catch our new episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate us if you love us. Or and hate us. Yeah. 
No, no, don't rate us if you hate us. Yeah, or just rate us positively and then move along with your lives. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, write us a review. It helps us out. We really appreciate it. We read everything. And we can't wait to get back to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.